Recently, I had what I thought was a great deal locked up, and then at the last minute, I decided to back out. So on today's video, join me for an inside look at how I do deals virtually without ever seeing the properties in person, and specifically how I uncovered information that made my deal go from a great deal to a bad deal. Get ready to look over my shoulder and watch me get a wholesale deal, and then why I decided to back out, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at mydatacruncher.com. If you're new here to the channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. So I like to keep it real here on my channel and not just show the wins, but also give you a real look at the reality of what goes on and what takes place to be a successful wholesaler and flipper. So since I wholesale and flip houses remotely or virtually all across the country in several different markets, my basic overarching strategy is to do minimal due diligence initially, secure a contract with the seller, and then do a deep dive on the value and condition of the property to verify and validate that I actually have a good deal. Now, don't get me wrong, my goal is not to lock up properties at bad numbers. That's a waste of everybody's time and resources, and it's not fair to the seller. I go in initially with my very best numbers using limited information. Then once I have an executed contract with the seller, I gather more information and make sure my number is the right number by doing an extensive due diligence. And then if the new detailed information changes what I can pay for the house, I renegotiate or terminate the contract. Now I'm gonna show you using a case study in a minute. But to clarify more, in most cases I make an offer to the seller over the phone and do not first do a site visit or meet the seller at the property. Now if the seller agrees, we send the seller a digital contract to sign right on his computer or smartphone using electronic signatures while we're still on the phone with the seller. Now I did a video that breaks down why I believe it's better to close on the phone and why you should stop meeting sellers. Be sure to watch that video to get a better understanding of how you can do two to three times more deals by closing on the phone. Now I'll put the link to that video in the description below and you can watch it later. What that means is there's a good chance we're gonna uncover and gather new information about the deal after executing a contract with the seller during our due diligence that will change the price we can actually pay for the property. And that's actually very normal. That's actually built into the business model. The reason why it's so much better to perform detailed due diligence after having a contract is because if you do it before having the contract, you'll waste a lot of time evaluating and analyzing deals. There's no way around doing a thorough due diligence when wholesaling and flipping, but the key is the timing. Now to make this as simple as possible, just remember this, due diligence before a contract, bad use of time, due diligence after having a contract, good use of time. Always remember, analysis is the kiss of death in this business. It will bog you down and it will prevent you from making enough offers. And the only way to do more deals is to make more offers. And the only way to make more offers is to spend less time analyzing. To put this in perspective, my good friend and rock star wholesaler, Jamil Damji, he told me his goal is to comp a property and get to his number in less than a minute. And the reason why is because he understands how important it is to get as many offers as he possibly can in front of as many sellers as he possibly can. 
He knows that analysis paralysis will prevent him from doing more deals, and I believe he's dead on. Which, by the way, that's why I created a comp tool with built-in deal analyzer. Using this tool, you can get a value and run the wholesaling buy formula to get to your offer price in a matter of seconds, and I'll give this to you for free. Just go to compmydeal.com for a free login. So let me show you a recent deal that we locked up but then ended up backing out of and why. Now this was a house being rented out and it went vacant and the seller decided to sell it as is rather than fix it up and rent it out again. Now I have no idea how a tenant was living in it, which you'll see in a minute. It was in really bad shape. So this was an absentee owner lead and more specifically a tired landlord, which is one of my favorite lead types. In fact, I have a video where I show you a hack strategy to find burned out landlords right at the perfect time when they are the most motivated to sell when their property goes vacant. Now I'll put the video link in the description below and you can check it out later. So on my deal, initially the seller told me that she wanted $40,000 and she also mentioned that she was calling a few other investors so I knew that I would have competition. I didn't wanna mess around and risk losing the deal so I told her I would pay the full 40,000 cash and that I'd send over an agreement right away for her to sign. But she said she needed to discuss it with her husband when he got home from work, and by then she had other offers on the table, and she told me she had a few offers that were over 40,000. Welcome to the wonderful world of competition. So I asked her a really powerful question. I said, will you give me a final shot at the deal? She said yes, and the following morning she came back to me and she said that if I paid 46,500, I could have the deal, which I agreed to. Now, at this point, I've only seen like nine pictures of the property that the seller sent me. I obviously wanted more, but I had to move fast on this one since there was other interested buyers. And I also only spent a few minutes looking over the comps to establish value, so I didn't have a lot of time invested in this deal. And now, I have it locked up for 46,500. And now that I have the contract, it's time to do a detailed due diligence. Keep in mind, I'm doing all of this virtually. I'm sitting in my home office a thousand miles away. So next, I sent my guy on the ground to go look at the property, do a walkthrough, take pictures and video, and give me feedback. By the way, you can find someone to do this for like 50 bucks on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. Now, while he was doing a site visit, I spent a good 30 minutes or so pouring over the comps and getting my head around the value. Now, initially, my quick analysis before I had the contract was that the after repair value, or ARV, was 125,000 and that it needed 25,000 in repairs. That means I should easily be able to wholesale this deal to a flipper for 65,000, making this a great wholesale deal if I have the contract with the seller at 46,500. That would give me around an $18,000 wholesale fee. But once I really dug into the deal, my ARV was coming in lower at around 115,000. And after my guy did a site visit, we found out that the property was much worse than the seller told us or let on. The nine pictures she sent were not reflective at all of the actual condition, which is a really dumb move on the seller's part because I'm gonna eventually see what's going on, so why not just disclose all of that and be transparent up front? But this is very common for sellers to underplay their real condition and issues. The reality was this house was hammered. It needed everything and it had extensive damage. The rehab wasn't 25,000, but more like 40,000. 
So readjusting the buy formula following the 70% of ARV, less repairs of 40,000, comes to 47,500. Pretty much right where I had the deal and no room to wholesale it. Now I also do fix and flips, but this was not a house I would ever consider rehabbing. Way too much work for the return. So if I'm gonna rehab a house, I better make a lot more than 15 to 20,000. I'll let other flippers take on the risk and time. So I went back to the seller and I told her, after seeing the property, 46,500 just doesn't work. And even though I knew she wouldn't take a lower price, I told her I would need to buy this house for 30,000 for that number to work for me, which she declined because apparently she had another buyer at 46,000. Now, if she would have accepted my new price, I would simply use my price reduction addendum to amend the price. But since she didn't, I used my termination of contract addendum to cancel the contract. And if you'd like both of these addendums, I'll give them to you for free. I'll put the download link in the description below for you. So the big lesson that I hope you learn from this video is to do the least amount of work possible to secure a contract, then perform a detailed due diligence, verify you actually have a good deal. At that point, if it checks out, move forward on the deal. If not, renegotiate or terminate the contract. And a quick tip here, if you're ever unsure if you have a good deal, send four or five cash buyers to see the property and get feedback. Nothing will tell you better what the real numbers are than legit active cash buyers. If you found value in this video and you understand better how to be more effective with your analysis, leave a comment and say, thank you for the valuable tips, Jerry. You are a flipping genius. And finally, getting good on the phones and making offers is an important skill to learn. I put together a compilation video of like nine or 10 live video calls I made where I'm making offers on the phone. In fact, it's an hour straight and it will really help you to effectively position yourself when making offers. So watch that video right now. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with almost 600 videos. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.